Welcome back, sports fans. We have got some all-star game talk. We have got some unpacking of the biggest loser in every major sports draft except for baseball. Hint, it's where we're all sitting. And one big winner. I'm Hooley. I'm the Joe. I'm Mary Beth Smith, and of course I'm talking about Russell Westbrook winning the NBA MVP. Yeah, messed around, got a triple-double 42 times. All year. Yeah. That's uh, ha- more than half the year. He had more games where he had a triple-double than games where that he didn't. That's absolutely absurd. And that's the first time that this has hit me. This is... Breathe. Emotional. <laughs> Breathe. Oh, no. Oh, no. We lost him. Beep. James Harden got robbed. Unfortunately for me, and fortunately for most Americans, we are days away from the All-Star break. Mm. That means we've almost hit the halfway point in Major League Baseball. And I'm here to ask Hooley and Joe, who is going to be in the All-Star game? We have the last voting update as of today, Monday, June 26th. The final votes will be cast on Thursday, June 29th. So this will probably be released sometime between now and then. So you can kind of check up on how they were able to do and what the final numbers look like because there are some races that are too close to call at this point. So what we're trying to do to even the playing field a little bit, if you will, is give Huli and Joe the opportunity to name, going back and forth, one person in the top three voting for each position. So for outfielders, you're going to have to get three of the top... Nine? Nine? Yeah, yeah that, that, would, that would be the, the best extrapolation. So we're talking about a lot of players here, but I honestly think with that in place, I think you guys can do it. Because fan voting was... Is that is what this is? It's fan. So this is like star power, name recognition. These should be some of the most popular players in the league. Yes. So our uh, lack of knowledge is really going to be put to the test here. Like it's going to be hard to not come up with a few. However, it will be even harder to come up with a lot. <laughs> yes. So this should be a pretty fun challenge for us. I think. I will say. In my jotting down of players before we started, I was able to get one person in all the categories that we discussed, top three for each position, with the exception of the DH in the American League, which makes sense. And I did uh, jot someone down who's number five. But I did not get a top three DH okay. because I, it's honestly hard for me to even remember like who on which team is the DH Yeah. because I just don't pay enough attention to the AL in the first place. Okay. But if I think that should be encouraging to you and because I was really I mean, I've kept a little bit of track, especially like I was telling you before, the NL was pretty easy for me. Mm-hmm. The AL, I had to rack my brain a little, but I think you guys will be OK. And with that. Who would you like to start with, Joe Gennaro? Are we? I'm sorry. Before we get started, uh, are we doing AL and NL? I'd say anybody who comes to mind, yeah. I'll find them on the list and let you know whether which position you checked off. Okay, all right, great. So I'm I'm up first. Uh, I'm tempted to go for the bit answer first, but I'm gonna start with some real ones. Uh, I'm gonna go with the ace of the sports retorts Bravos Chortazords. Max Scherzer. This does not include pitching. Great. Great. So uh, Verlander pass. is stressed These are off. Only position players. Pass. The <laughs> managers of each team choose who the p- pitchers are. That's the, the weird. Player, the that, fans does. do not vote on pitchers. <laughs> when you said Scherzer before we started, 
I thought about being like, oh, that's funny because there are no pictures. So right. good example. Yeah, because that Thanks. obviously won't be included. Cool. 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 Um, so then Verlander and Kate Upton are not on the list. Great. Well, I guess I'm the one who got fucked on this one. Um, <laughs> then I guess uh, then I guess I'll go to my bit answers. I'll say for DH, Jim Tomey. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's really where we're starting. <laughs> like, come on, man. Okay. Oh, all right, God, all right, all right. You all fell uh, off the okay. first rung all right. of the ladder. Okay, all right. I'm balanced out. Uh, Miguel Cabrera. He plays one of the hot corners for uh, the Detroit, the Motor City Kitties. You are correct about that, but he is not in the top three of voting for his position. Really? Okay. Well, that was my. Uh, yeah, fuck me. That was my. That's so, uh, one strike against Joe. Oh, no, we have strikes? Oh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. In this baseball-themed game, how many strikes do we get until we are no longer able to play? Infinite strikes. Oh, okay, great. Good, good, good. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Wow, I take back thinking that you might be okay at this. Cool. Yeah. All right, we got a while to go. All right, Huli, what do you got? Okay, I'm going to start at the what I believe is the nine position. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say Buster Posey. Buster Posey is number one in voting for the catcher, but that is not the number nine Ooh, position. I know. That's the number two. That is the number two position. Oh, it that makes sense. It starts with the pitcher and goes to the catcher. And then but for a second, third, shortstop. Left congratulations, Uli. You got the number one vote getter for the NL catcher. Okay. And likely starter because he's over a million votes ahead of his closest competition. My turn? Yes. yes. Carlos Santana. Uh. Joe, guess what? Carlos Santana is right behind Miguel Cabrera at number five in voting for first baseman in the American League. Cool, 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 cool. Strike two. Hooli. I'm going to go with a Bravos short-desert player. Don't do a pitcher. Chris Bryant. I had a feeling that's who you would say. Bing, bing, bing. We got another one for Mr. Hooley, a leader in the third base race. But it's pretty close because, as anyone who's been paying attention to this season will know, Chris Bryant does not deserve to go to the All-Star game. This is name recognition alone. It's actually a very tight race at third base. I won't tell you who he's close with because you you're not going to get one of the other ones, but I won't tell you anyway. Okay. Uh, but they're <laughs> all within about, it looks like it's hard to see these little numbers, but like at least a few 10,000 vote. Like, oh, that's yeah. close. There's a potential close. for Bryant to not start, but I don't really see it happening. Have we looked into Russia for meddling with this at all? <laughs> we'll get into Russia and their medals later. Fair, uh, fair, fair, fair. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah, so there are 50,000 votes separating Chris Bryant and his uh, closest companion competition who actually deserves to be starting so my guess only cares about one number and that number is 100 i'm gonna say bryce harper that is a great guess bryce harper is number one in the outfield voting by 500,000 votes in the national league that many people watch baseball (laughs) you can vote five times a day oh okay (laughs) 100,000 uh, people watch baseball. Up to like 35 times a person or something like wow. that. Yeah. Well, All right. That's a busy week. I got one, sucker. I, I'm on two. And then I am going to sw- swim upstream with this one and go Mike Trout. Nice. Mike Trout, ladies and gentlemen, is second place in the outfield voting in the American League with 2.5 milli votes. There is one person a million votes ahead of him. I think I know who that's that is. That's a pretty big uh, uh I think I know who hint, that is. If I do say so myself. In wait, outfield for NL? Mm-hmm. NL A no, L. Yeah. Outfield for AL. Oh, obviously the most famous AL outfielder. Uh I'll leave that for you to guess. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a name that just popped into my head, and I think that he leads the league in home runs. I'm gonna say Cody Bellinger. Ooh, damn, dude. That's such a good guess, but he is not in the all-star damn. voting race. Thank you. And he is leading the American League in home runs, if I'm not mistaken. I he he if he's not leading or I'm sorry, fuck, I said American League. I uh I believe he's leading the National League in home runs. If he's not leading, he has already set a couple of records as a rookie he was the fastest to 21 home runs of all time and the fastest to 22 home runs of all time 
I think he's an outfielder, and I think he's in the AL, and he's in a very big market, so I am going to say Judge. Aaron Judge, with 3.4 million votes, is leading AL outfielders. He is leading the home run race and pretty much every offensive race in the league right now. Triple crown threat, from what I understand? Absolutely. He's playing off the charts. He has the only person who has more votes than he does overall is Bryce Harper. And that's kind of fucking saying something for him to be a rookie and Bryce Harper to be Bryce Harper. Looking for a $500 million deal? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Dustin Pedroia is in the league anymore. <laughs> he actually is. So is he an all-star? That's not my question, but is he? <laughs> He's in the Carlos Santana position of number five for great, second great, great. baseman cool, in cool, the cool, American cool. League. Good thing that wasn't my guess. Right. I'm going to go with, uh, boy, I know so many players. They're all just swimming in my head. Is uh, see, my problem is I played fantasy ba- uh, baseball in like 2008, 2009. So, like, yeah, all of we those know na- Jim Tomey. <laughs> <laughs> You're also playing it now. Oh, great. Is uh, <laughs> that's true, too. Is oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is Braun still in the game or do we shun him and send uh, him away? Ryan Braun is still playing and is not in cool. all-star cool. voting cool on my next turn i'm, I'm just gonna kind of surprised he's not because yes. he's playing pretty well so he must still have the steroid juice running off of him i'm my next guess i'm just gonna keep going until i get one yeah yeah oh we're starting right now oh i i thought that's what you meant i, I can i have uh, let's bring it back to hula yeah 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 I'm gonna go with uh, my Jolly Roger buddy and go McCutcheon. Ooh, Andrew McCutcheon is not in the top nine outfielders in the National League. That makes sense. Started, he's playing like trash, but he's got a good name. Started way too slow. He's picked up a decent amount in the last couple months, but not enough to get the All Star voting on his side. Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo is in second place for first baseman yes. in the National League. Nice. Thank you. I would like to make a single-A proposal if I can. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber will make the oh. all-star game of a minor league squad. Honestly, Kyle Schwarber is eighth for outfield voting, so that counts. Oh, my God. That's how infuriating it's been to watch these votes come in. A guy hitting 171 has almost a million votes in the all-star game. A million people are like, yeah, yeah, he's the best. Uh, uh, I'm so, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, but he's on the list. That's that's one of your picks. <laughs> Tulowitzki. Troy Tulowitzki has, I believe, the third. Nope, he's in fifth. No, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Think closer to home, buddy. Okay. Oh, Troy well. is fifth in AL sh- shortstop voting. There's no way this one is true. Tory Hunter. <laughs> No, I, don't I think he's a manager now. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Then he'll pick a pitcher. Dude, his kid retired this year. <laughs> no, dude. No. I'm going to make a double A guess and say Tim Tebow. Uh, he just still, got bumped. He just got bumped from low A to actual class A. <laughs> That's <laughs> When like, I looked at it, I was like, oh, this must be a double A to no. He just made it to single A. He's hitting 222 with three home runs. His numbers are trash. He's still on par for that September pull-up for a ticket sale That's boost. That's what everyone's saying, especially because yeah. the Mets are trash. Mhuli. Oh, speaking of Mets trash, what's the name yes. of the guy who yes. went to what? Murphy. Daniel Murphy is leading the second base race. You fucking wow. trash bag. Nice. Yes. That was a great guess. I was hoping you would get that one, even though... Fuck Daniel Murphy. <laughs> right, right. Do we have the NL first baseman yet? Oh, Rizzo. Yes, Anthony Rizzo. I was you were going to say Freeman. No, no. I was going to say Paul Goldschmidt. He's number three. Not but a bad are, guess. Thank you, but, but we already, we have, already have someone in that position, so it does not get you farther. <sighs> trash Panda. Oh, Kung Fu Panda? Yeah, but I'm calling him Trash Panda now. That's the nickname for raccoons. I have heard that nickname before. Kung Fu Panda got sent to the DL earlier this week. Which means he's only sixth in voting. With what they cited as the flu. And then another report came out and said 
It was an ear infection. Mm. So basically what's happening is they're trying to figure out a way that he's not on their roster because he's playing so bad, but they don't want to send him down or release him. So R.I.P. Kung Flu Panda. R.I.P. <laughs> Kung <laughs> Flu Panda. How has no one made that joke? Joe, I'm getting rid of all your strikes. Yeah! You're back in the game. Holy, yes. <laughs> give me another player. Ooh, of all-star caliber, though, huh? <laughs> you still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players to get. You've gotten one, two, three, four, five, Probably six, nine. seven, eight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And there's one more. You, yeah, 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 yeah. You already said Melky Cabrera? I Nobody did not. I said Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera. I said Miguel Cabrera. I'm going to say Melky Cabrera. Uh, That's not a good uh. <laughs> I'm going to say as Drupal Cabrera. No. Okay. No. Okay. The only Cabrera is number four for first baseman. Uh, Starlin Castro. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Gennaro, Starlin Castro is in second place for second baseman with 1.7 votes in the American League. Oh, second baseman. Who's the guy that went to uh, Seattle from New York? Uh, Cano? Miguel, wait. Uh, Robinson Cano? No, Robinson Cano is hey, not, maybe that's not the guy I'm on these of. lists. All right, not He's uh, not very good, so okay. he probably wouldn't he be. He made a shitload of money he's though he's not playing well it's okay. the kind of guy who uh i mean it's like an old-timer yankees guy who's like too he's getting overpaid for not producing well that sounds right yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna there are many people who go by uh what's the when you only have one name like a uh, mononym sh- yeah a mononym so like share or bono or jesus i'm gonna go ichiro Ooh. Ichiro. Strictly based on votes from the home country. It's the Yao Ming theory. He Ichiro j- is not in the NL outfield he voting. He just set a record for the oldest player to start in center field since 1900. Whoa, Jesus Christ. Also the year he was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks, he looks great for his age, though. There are two Marlins outfielders in the top nine I of voting. about that team. Oh, uh, 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 Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton Stanton is number six in the NL outfield voting. Your outfield National League ballot is filled out with the number one, number six, and number eight vote getters. Yes, yes. yes. Nailed it. So it turns out it's not the players I'm forgetting about. It's the teams. So, Cooley, if you just say some teams, maybe if we do that, we'll just bounce That's actually what helped me is I thought about which teams were leading Uh, and thus who would be playing well from those teams. Yeah, Uh, I know lots of teams that are leading. Chase Utley? Ooh, that's a buddy. good one. That's no. a good one. No, <laughs> is Ryan? He's still playing, but he's nowhere near All Star voting. That doesn't just he because plays he's not for the Dodgers now. No, yes, that's no. Right. Yes. Where's Ryan Howard? Ryan Howard Dodgers? is he signed a Braves minor league deal this year, and we already cut him. He's oh, dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically Woof. dead. Okay, so I don't think I know anybody on the Phillies anymore. No, the Phillies Jason are very Worth? bad. Stop chasing that lead. Jason Worth is an okay thought, but I don't think he is. He's 14th in the outfield voting. Not bad, not bad, not bad. So what, what positions are we still looking for? You're looking for a National League shortstop that's the only position in the national league you still need wow i don't know how i've turned you guys both (laughs) into such national league leaning bastards but i mean three Uh, of them are cubs so like that's more bias javi Baez is number two in second base votes and you already have daniel murphy Mm. oh he Plays lots of positions, mostly yeah, just being a douchebag. Mm, straight up. <laughs> I thought of him as like a shortstop because I feel like he gets some starts at shortstop, but shortstop, he's in the National player. League. Can uh, Hart, JJ Hardy? No. He, okay. Tom Hardy. <laughs> no, oh. he doesn't play baseball. <laughs> 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 uh, I was born at shortstop. I we have the NL. If I'm not mistaken, we have the NL shortstop on our <laughs> fantasy team. I know I have him Story. on my personal team. Trevor Story. It's not Trevor Story. The, oh, but we got to replace Trevor Story. It's is it the Atlanta? Ian kid? Happ. 
no, that's the second baseman, and we don't have him anymore. Is it the? <laughs> it's the other young kid. It's not. Okay. <laughs> You're thinking of Dansby Swanson. I am yes. thinking of Dansby Swanson. It's not. He's Great. not doing He's well. Then, then I don't know. Ooh, hang on. Ooh. Well, I mean, who is the Cubs shortstop? That'll get you there. Uh, it I, that sure was, will. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. start naming. Yeah, just name any other Cubs, and you'll have the NL complete. Basically, is uh, how this voting went. John Lester. No, no pitchers. <laughs> Javi Baez. No, I said uh, it. Joan Baez. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the uh, Soler? No. Jorge Soler. No. Well, Mary Beth, your instructions were confusing. <laughs> Grandpa Rossi. We've had a conversation about this dude like the last time we met. <laughs> it's not Clark, but Double Dare. <laughs> Take the physical challenge. North South v East West. What's the East West Street that Addison Russell, Russell. Addison. Addison fucking Russell, <laughs> Russell you idiot. Addison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do about the American League. Uh All right, that's we cool. got judge. The top vote getter for first baseman is from the Royals, that's probably the only name out of those top three that you would get. Eric Davis. No. It is Eric. Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer. Wow. He uh, was a rookie the year that I played. He's <laughs> been around. That's why I like started giving you clues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, in the third base race for the AL, you may be on the right track. Base. You may be able to get who this is, uh, at least one of them. Uh, one plays for the Twins. One plays for the I Indians, already said Tory Hunter. One plays <laughs> for the Blue Jays. Ho- uh, Joey Bats. Uh, n- Batista is number seven for the outfield voting in the American League. You have completed the outfield ballot of the American League. Hot dog. Yeah. Um, third base. Uh, you should be able to get one of the top three catchers. I already guess Carlos Santana. Think about the Yankees in more than one way. Russell Martin. He plays for the Jays. Oh, I was going to say the Dodgers. And he is not in the top five because he is not having a good season. Oh, um, not Mike Mussina. (laughs) (laughs) Are you thinking of Mike Moustakis? Mike Mussina. No, you were thinking. No, he's the... Forward third base vote getter. <laughs> it's not important. Uh, where is he? Kansas City? Mustakis? Yeah. Yes. I knew that. Let's see. There is another oh, uh, motorcycle in the shortstop race that you should absolutely. I'm going to go Bernie Sanders because he's always a strong writing candidate. <laughs> uh, as far as I can tell, there are no writing candidates. <laughs> uh, on these then this ballots. is this is rigged. Yeah. This two league system. You still have huge rig. The American League shortstop, the yeah. American League third baseman, American League catcher, and DH. DH. Ooh. David Ortiz. No, he. Pass. His last season was last year. Uh, we're gonna guess these players. Big league. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna guess these big league players. That's what I meant to oh. say. Third base, motorcycle, third base, vroom vroom. It is. Michael Brantley. No. Oh. But Michael. Did you think about saying? Um Ooh, we sent a we the free agent, Edwin and Carnacion. Hell yeah. Number for, three for, for the Indians at the DH position. For the motorcycles. Excuse me. The motorcycles. So it's my turn. When? Johnson. Oh. <laughs> now I have to look through all of these <laughs> and see if there's Control F. No. no there's no johnson rodriguez no but that's like frighteningly close to what one of the answers is rodrigo no No. he was that artist in the 70s (laughs) we have al shortstop al third baseman and al catcher left are are we molina are there any of the molinas left javier jose is uh, Yadi is an NL catcher. He's in third. Uh, Jose. <laughs> no, there's no more Molinas. God damn it. There was a whole family. Pudge? No, I said no. Rodriguez. You said Rodriguez. God damn it. Uh, 
uh, I, and as I'm looking through this for names that you're just throwing out, yes. I have to issue an apology. Michael Brantley is number four on the outfield AL list, but you already had that filled out. So Apology accepted. It does not help you. Travis Darno. No, he's a National League catcher, and he's not good. <laughs> okay, okay. AL shortstop is... Team. Get, say the team. The Astros, the Motorcycles, or the Yankees. The only one you're going to get is the Motorcycles, and it's really sad to me that you don't know Francisco Lindor. Oh. oh. Like the chocolates. I was going to give you the truffle hint. Uh, the top three for third baseman in the AL are from the Twins, the Motorcycles, and the Blue Jays. A clue oh, oh. I believe I tried to give you earlier. Oh, what's that Twins guy that's yep. real good? It's the one guy from the Twins. And he has in- Twins, and he's from St. Paul. What's his Joe name? Joe No. Justin Morneau. It's Miguel Sano. Yes. He's been good for a long time. He was like one player in the AL who I was like, ooh, 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 <laughs> like <laughs> right at the end. Man, it kind of breaks my heart that you guys aren't going to get any of these catchers. I wouldn't have known that Salvador Perez of the Royals would take this. I think that's purely homerism. I believe that's why Hosmer's up here, too. But number two, Gary Sanchez, the Yankees catcher. We've talked about him so much Mm. before. And number three, my man, former Yankees catcher, Brian McCann, now of the Astros. Come on. He's only seven grand uh votes short of Sanchez's numbers, which is amazing to me. It seems like they're kind of splitting the vote. That's it. That's everybody. We didn't do too bad. No. I okay. mean we also right. also in another light, we did pretty bad. Joe, yeah. as a bonus, yeah. and MB, stop me if I'm wrong right now. Is it like basketball where the person where the coach of the team with the best record gets to coach the All Star game? No, it's the previous year winner. Yes, the previous. So it will oh, be. Oh, Madden, name the other one. Uh, <laughs> Francona. Yes. Yeah. You did it. Did we? Did we do DH? You did. That was Edwin Encarnacion. You got that. Oh one. shoot! Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. Nice. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I the so that was one the one that I missed. Uh, I wrote down Evan Gaddis, and he was in the fifth place for voting. Come on, MB. I did not have a all a third outfielder, and I should have, especially for if we were going top nine, I probably would have, because I might have gotten down to like Joey Batser, because I might have gotten down to Joey Batser, Carlos Beltran. Oh, Carlos Beltran. He's yeah. a name I recognize. Yeah. He's been around a while. Killer B. Yeah. He's got a million votes. Is Pedro Martinez still around? <laughs> <laughs> When's Johan Santana making his uh, return? Oh, God, man, I think you would have done better at the All Star voting from like ten. five years ago, <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah, Manny Ramirez. <laughs> we can't start this again. That has to be the end of this. Cool, cool, cool. We have plenty of time left. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago. All right, 2017 has been an odd year for Chicago sports. We've seen some very high highs and some very low lows. Right now, we're going to focus on how the city of Chicago in 2017 had the series of worst drafts in sports history. They made a series of bad decisions among the major three, and it's it's just absolute hot trash. We'll start with the one that happened first, so we'll go with you, the Joe. What happened real quick with the Chicago Bears draft this year? At the top of the first round, the Chicago football Bears sitting at number three overall traded up one spot with the San Francisco 49ers to number two. They ended up 
trading several picks to move up one spot in what turns out uh, nobody else was competing with them to do uh, to draft a <laughs> potential franchise quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky. The 49ers were not going to take him. They wanted Solomon Thomas, who they took at third overall. So it seems like the Bears were betting against themselves to get this guy that they could have gotten by sitting pat. Waiting. Um, and the problem is that, yeah, Mitch Trubisky, as we've talked about before, he is not an Andrew Luck type can't miss quarterback prospect. All of the quarterbacks in the draft this year had a lot of question marks. So to really sell the farm to move up, just a total boner move. The, they moved up one spot when they didn't have to. They gave up, what, a second and a fourth or something to go get him? For a guy that started one year in college at the powerhouse of... North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. not No, 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 not basketball. Football. North Carolina. A <laughs> North Carolina football player went second in the draft, and they traded up for him. That's all that I needed to know to know that that was a <laughs> shitty draft. Like, that's all I needed to know. Yeah. I'll take over. Sure. Yeah. So the Chicago Blackhawks actually hosted the NHL draft this year. And Unbeknownst to no one. <laughs> and based on all reports, they did a great job hosting. There was a fun fan fest outside. There was a well-structured event indoors. However, it was a really bad weekend for the Blackhawks. I think people aren't necessarily talking about their draft picks as much as they're talking about the really big trades that they've made to not an obvious advantage thus far in the brief offseason they're certainly seeking some salary cap relief but they traded three times stanley cup winning defenseman nicholas yalmerson and their rising star Art artemy panarin i know his last name is panarin for good but not like i said clear worthy returns for those guys so they actually brought back a player that they traded away last season in sod and the early reports are that they're looking ahead to where these players caps are extended through so yalmerson and panarin are the kind of guys who are a little younger so their salary caps top out in 2019 uh so come 2020 the team would have had a really tough time keeping guys like them plus your Taves your mm -hmm. you know their other big players Canes etc yeah. so they're looking to build in a little bit of a buffer so that they don't have to lose those big players and in return Saad will be a comparable player to Panarin, just a little older. His cap extends into 2021, so they're thinking they've got two more years to kind of figure out what their salaries look like. But they also announced that they're going to lose Marion Hossa for maybe the rest of his career with a skin disorder that he's developed from his equipment. So he's been taking these really insane drugs to try to fight off the literal allergy that he had to everything he had to wear when he played hockey and the side effects of the drugs were just too much. So to me, it seems like the Blackhawks should, instead of investing in getting back players, they should be investing in some like hypoallergenic hockey equipment. I don't know what the answer to this is. It seems like it's really rare and actually pretty serious. There were early rumors that after Hosa had a pretty lackluster season comparatively, still a very good season overall, but compared to some of his last seasons, he didn't quite have the same year. This year that they were just like quietly letting him go to help their cap issues. But the thing is, they he they still have money for him on the books. They're actually going to send him to what is considered a long term injured reserve, so that they like mm. it takes the money off of their active books and won't count as much towards their cap. But even if he had just outright left the team and they didn't pull that long term IR, he still would count into their 
funds for their cap. So huh. it, it would end up like hurting them more than it would uh, helping them to lose them on the roster. Woof. Yeah. It's they've had a a really tough, you know, like I said, I don't know too much about the draft, but I think the negative response that has been surrounding their offseason thus far is in these questionable trades. Speaking of questionable trades, that brings us to the Bulls, who are the obvious loser on NBA draft night. They lo- they traded their star player, Jimmy Butler, who is on a team-friendly $17 million a year contract, which is crazy that that's team-friendly. Because it was a max three years ago. (laughs) Team-friendly contract and the number 16 player overall for the number – or the number 16 pick for the number six pick, Chris Dunn, who was the number four pick last year, and Zach Levine. Now, Levine is great. He's a former slam dunk champion. Yeah. Jumps out the gym like amazing athlete. However – he is coming off an ACL surgery. He, Which is not a little, mm, that's little not, thing. He popped it, tore it, and he's now being yeah, repaired. Yeah, Derek Rose about. <laughs> Another bull that's doing great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So whether or not Zach returns to his former self is questionable. And then they got a great young prospect, someone that they wanted, that there was a lot of talks between my Celtics and the Bulls last year in the draft. Can we get Chris Dunn and Parham and... Blah, blah, blah. They finally got Chris Dunn. And then they went and took Laurie uh, Markinen, the Latvian from Arizona, who is a seven-footer and supposed to have a little bit of a shot and can play defense as well as I can. <laughs> and then they uh, gave I up. I do want to be clear. I did put up, uh, I put up 96 points on Huli in a pickup game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were playing to five. <laughs> And then, so they got a guy who's a questionable prospect. They got a great young point guard, I think, that under Hoiberg's system that I think Dunn will be able to do just fine. Zach Levine, the boat, is still going to be out on whether or not he can still play until we see him on the court if he's lost a step or two. But that's not even the most egregious thing that they did, in my opinion, in this draft. Trading Jimmy Butler was not the worst thing they did last night. They gave a huge fuck you to the other 28 teams in the draft when they literally sold their second round pick for three and a half million dollars to who the golden state warriors like if there's one team i knew people were livid at the bulls but i did not know that was why holy shit if there's one team that you don't sell out to it's the Warriors. that is so wow yeah it was for a guy that apparently a lot of teams were interested in like buying that pick but it was like 3.2 million dollars or something like that just yeah can't shoot worth a lick and a phenomenal defensive player so he already knows his role on that team as draymond jr i guess yeah so arguably this year the 2017 city of chicago had one of the worst drafts across sports history with that i do want to say the chicago sky made it a little hard for me to agree with this uh they traded into the second overall spot to get elena Coates from south carolina and they had the second overall pick and the ninth overall pick picking up gord uh tori jankoska from michigan state so if we'll see what happens there but they also did trade uh elena del don so it's like what is this even the sky that I recognize anymore? Not anymore, but uh, that that Carolina team did really well last year. Like, That's right. Yeah. We, it's almost like uh, there's something in the water in the Carolinas. We should do an episode about that. We did. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. What cool. other teams had terrible drafts? So there were some other cities that had some really awful drafts. And I'm going to go ahead and start with the 2003 city of Detroit. Ooh, that was a big year for the basketball draft. It was a very big year for the basketball draft. A lot of great names came out of that draft. LeBron James first overall. Yep. Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Chris Bosh. Dwayne Wade. And I feel like we're forgetting somebody. Yeah, the number two overall pick. The guy who went above everyone except for LeBron James. Man, must have been somebody really good. Smoking hot. 
Ooh. Human victory cigar himself, Darko Milicic. <laughs> and if you're saying who is that, with exactly good question, he was drafted at 17 by the Pistons, played some pro ball as a kid in Europe, like some of those guys can do, and then just never found anything and turned out to be really like one of the worst draft picks of all time. Going forward with that, the Detroit Lions also selecting second overall after they had Joey Harrington, the caviar kid out of Oregon. They went and took a receiver seemingly made of glass and wishes in Charles Rogers, who I think broke his finger signing the contract. <laughs> you never trust someone with two first names. <laughs> no, a firsty firsty is never to be no, trusted. Yeah. First name, last name, not trustworthy. Uh, yeah, and the lasty lasty as well. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Charles Wad- Rogers did not pan out well for Detroit. They still took a number of receivers. They took Mike Williams out of USC. They ended up hitting the jackpot in Megatron, but then they still couldn't do anything because they're the Lions. Jeff, you still owe me $1,000 because the Lions never made it to the Super Bowl in 10 years. That was a <laughs> side note. Also, in 2003, the... Red Wings did not have a pick in the first round, and they took Jim Howard, a goalie. It's another firsty-firsty. Yeah. Mm. He went back wow. and forth out of the ECHL. Baseball, the Lions took Kyle Seath. I've never heard that name before in my life. Uh-huh. They missed out on Pepplebon, Matt Kemp, and Kinsler. And, uh, Who did end up in Detroit eventually. Eventually. <laughs> but to be fair. But they could have had him all the way through their farm system. There are 49 rounds in the uh, MLB draft. <laughs> and those so. are the three players that came out of that year. <laughs> there might be some others who are still around. Obviously, you guys don't know all of the <laughs> quality players from Major League Baseball. Obviously, neither do the talent evaluators. <laughs> <laughs> so another rough draft that we found as we were doing some research was Portland in 84. Now, you may realize that Portland doesn't have that many professional sports teams, so what could we even be looking at here? Well, at number two, they took a guy named Sam Bowie over some guy named, I'm sorry, Michael Jordan. (laughs) Firsty, firsty. (laughs) (laughs) I I think they made a good move. I agree with them. That's uh, it. That's that was a terrible draft because they didn't pick Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah. If you if you ever pass up on the second best player of all time in any sport, uh, <laughs> wow, then. wow, big pants on yeah. that side yeah. of the table. Yeah. Wait, I, who went number one? Uh, actually, and it can be argued that it's still a bust because it's behind Jordan, but Akeem Olajuwon went number one that year. Okay, but I mean, still, you know, Olajuwon versus Bo- right? Bowie yeah. versus MJ. Yeah, yeah, those are three completely different class of players. Right. Yeah, Olajuwon is a Hall of Famer, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, a great pick, but... And that's yeah. why you called this one a bad draft for Portland yeah. and not for who drafted Olajuwon? Houston? Yes, the Rockets. Gotcha. Yeah. And I'm going to combine some teams for a regional awful draft. Uh, I'm going to look at Southern California in 1998, uh, San Diego, Los Angeles. In the NBA, they drafted uh, the the Clippers got the Candyman, Michael Alawa Candy. Oof. Uh, that is bad. Yeah. That's right when all those high school players were coming out. Yeah. And he got caught. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the San Diego Clippers, so we can just count that, right? Yeah, there we go. I think that was around the time like Kevin Garnett was coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was right in that like slew of high school players that were They didn't they didn't mean to draft him. They just said his name five times in the mirror and he appeared <laughs> behind them. The Candyman. Ugh, don't don't do it again. Uh we can't we can't take on his contract. Um the uh, the NFL, uh, the San Diego Chargers, the San Diego Superchargers, they drafted oof, Ryan Leaf, quarterback who just bombed out of the league, lots of problems, lots of drug problems, turned his life around. I think he's a coach somewhere in, like, middle America. I think he's doing, like, motivational talks and, like, hey, don't let me happen to you. Yeah, so that's... That's pretty much the hallmark of a bad draft pick when his legacy is like, hey, let me let me show you what I learned by fucking up. And of course, so that was right after uh, Peyton Manning. Yes. Went first overall with yes. the Colts. 
Uh, who who knows who else was in that draft? But literally anybody than Ryan Leaf would have been better. And going to baseball, it was the San Diego Padres who drafted Sam Burrows. Sam Burrows. There we go. Great. Well, they missed uh, Carlos Pena, Brad Lidge, CeCe Sabathia, Matt Thornton. So those are the four players that came out of that draft. They were all all-stars. Yeah. I mean, you average you average one all-star about every 10 rounds of the draft. That's pretty accurate. 10 to 15. Again, if I looked through the list, there might be some other players of note. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Southern California, your your poor form is showing. That was a that was an awful draft year. Nothing to look forward to there. So Chicago, this is probably what you got to look forward to in. If, if we were doing this piece in, you know, I don't know, five years, Chicago would be on this list with these other yeah, yeah. cities. We're just being preemptive about Chicago it. Chicago, twenty seventeen. Bad drafts. Good luck, fire. Who knows, man? Maybe uh, what's-his-face from North Carolina will be the guy that... Yeah, it could make us look real fucking stupid. Should have gone first to yeah. the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think there's one thing we can agree on. Fire guard packs. Yes, fire guard packs. Fire guard packs. In a little bit of lighthearted news, let's go to America's favorite franchise, the New England Patriots. In a recent Instagram post, somebody was taking a selfie video with Tom Brady. They were showing off their two rings. Meanwhile, Mr. TB12, Mr. Tuberculosis himself, was wearing all five of his uh, Super Bowl rings on one hand. As Hooley put it, he looked like he was wearing the Infinity Gauntlet, and that is not wrong. It really does. I mean, it, that hand was hundreds of thousands of dollars. Heavy and shiny and just, so wow. It, it was impressive. And it sent us down a little bit of a rabbit hole looking up about rings, uh, Super Bowl rings and the Patriots rings. And we came across a very interesting story. One that I did not want to believe until I did some further research. Like, I thought we were looking at, you know, a Snopes debunked story for sure. Yeah, you would think that this, when you hear it at first, you might think fake news. Sad. But, Sad. <laughs> but this is real. This is real. This really happened. The NFL's Twitter account tweeted about this earlier this year. And they're verified. The that's a that's a blue check. <laughs> yeah, we're not, but trust them. <laughs> so, what we uncovered is that Patriots owner Robert Kraft is only in possession of four of his five Super Bowl rings. What? Because on, as he referred to it, a business mission <laughs> to <laughs> Russia... <laughs> Business missions, military trips. <laughs> he was on a business mission to Russia in 2005, somehow associated with the W's administration. And he met Vladimir Putin, who he described as an avid sports fan. His friend, who he was traveling with for his business mission, encouraged him to show his most recently won Super Bowl ring mm. to Vladimir Putin. Kraft reports that Putin put on the ring, said, I could kill a man with this. And then when Kraft tried to reach for it back, Putin simply took the ring off, placed it in his pocket, and was surrounded by KGB guards. So, of course, Kraft was not about to go fishing in a Putin pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and he just let the guy pocket a 20k ring and i'm not talking about 20 carats i'm talking about 
twenty plus thousand dollar ring with a hundred and twenty some odd diamonds in it. Now, I've read a, a couple of articles since we stirred this up. One says that Putin promised to get a replica made to give back to him in return. What? Which apparently hasn't happened, but he truly saw it as a gift to Russia. It's apparently on display in some kind of like Kremlin museum. I don't. So the ring wasn't stolen, it was just annexed <laughs> to be part of Russia now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> First of all, there's no evidence that the Russians meddled in the ring ceremony. Sad. <laughs> Fake news. Second, if they did, what's wrong? It's huge. Shouldn't Russia and the Patriots be friends? Yeah. What's more American than Patriots? What's more Russian than Russia? They should be friends. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't Obama get the ring back? Sad. Bad negotiator. At the real Donald Trump. It does actually, Kraft cites part of his friendship with Trump and Trump getting the presidency as being part of the reason why he brought this story back up. Because he's hoping that Trump will help him get his ring back from Putin. Oh, my goodness. Well, to be honest... If Trump is going to help anybody, it's probably going to be a billionaire. Yeah. So he's got a better shot than most of us. So, yeah, Kraft gave up the ring and got nothing in return. That's one of the worst deals in the history of deals. (laughs) (laughs) I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing just really is baffling to me. But if you search, like, Kraft Super Bowl ring, This story comes up, not stuff about cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all we've got for you this week. Tune in soon. We're thinking about going to like a seasonal structure. We might do that. Mm-hmm. I take a break over the summer because there's just less to simmer on. Yeah. I, I can't carry everyone's weight in baseball, as we've seen. <laughs> and But, you know, who knows? It, it tweeted us. I think it'll let us. in the joke. Yeah, I think it'll let us play out some storylines a little bit better, like the sexual tension between Huli and myself. Right, I mean. This will they, won't they. I don't know if you guys remember, but two weeks ago you got married. Yeah. We did? Yeah. Yeah. We said the same thing at the same time. She's officiating. Oh, that's right. You both said I do at the same time. <sighs> I've I've never been happier. Facebook.com slash Huli and the Joe. Instagram where sports underscore retorts. Go read us on iTunes or however you listen to the show. If you're listening to this, let us know somehow. Yeah. I live at 856 West <laughs> Agatite, apartment one, Chicago, 60640. <laughs> Just address it to Hooli. I'll be there for about another month. <laughs> That's your real address. Um, um, by the way, we are, we are registered at Dicks and at Play It Against Sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm gonna get you guys a really good set of bags. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am grabbot23548x. What if Christopher Walken was cast as Bane? Because it'd be like, Batman... You'll never get the nuclear device out of here. That's pretty good.